0: Stay tuned after the podcast to listen to me, my dad.
1: This episode of the Nerdball Podcast is sponsored by Jake Paluski at Real JP Multimedia. He does the music for this podcast, he has produced this podcast. If you need anything audiovisual done, he is the man to see at realjp.com, R E E L J P.com. You may have noticed my brand new logo, it was designed and created by Melanie at Cuttlefish Graphics. I was looking to rebrand my podcast, and Cuttlefish Graphics made the process so easy. The finished look of the logo and the professional files I received were amazing. On top of logos, Cuttlefish Graphics offers professional branding and websites. I could not be happier with the job that they did. To start your next project, email Melanie at Cuttlefishgraphics.com. Mention you heard this ad on the Nerd Ball podcast and receive a $50 discount on a new logo design. That's Cuttlefishgraphics.com. C-u-t-t-l-e fishgraphics.com. Let's start the show.
2: I'm Ben Marshall, and I am a teacher and a coach at Perrysburg Junior High, and this is the Nerdball Podcast.
0: This is the Nerdball Podcast with Lorenzo Melcher.
1: All right, thanks for uh, coming on the podcast. You know how many times I keep wanting to say Andrew? And oh, <laughs> I believe it. And I, and I don't know why, but uh, well, I mean I know why, but I haven't seen your brother in forever, and I see right. you all the time. Yeah, right.
2: Well, he, uh, yeah, he, um, uh, what was I going to say? It's funny, Lorenzo, that I've, like, known who you are for, like, a super long time. <laughs> and, like, borderline, not idolize you necessarily, but idolize, like, your team. Because, okay, like, yeah. that 9-1 and one season yeah. where uh, Coach Frank's first year as a football coach, like, you guys were really good. I had, like, idolized everybody on that team. So I knew you because I was, like, oh, he was – because you were, like, a starter on that team, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, like, I had that whole roster, like, memorized. And so yeah, it's was just, like, just as a little kid, I, you know, I was in junior high, and I just I loved, was like, how old were you? Oh, I was probably in seventh grade, okay, I think, that season. Right. Yeah. And so I just, Nick Jacobs was, like, a god oh, to me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually switched – I actually got to know him my – this the summer before my senior year, I think, of football, and so and after getting to know him, I actually knew who he was, obviously, but then I really got to know him. And I actually changed my number to twenty seven. <laughs> oh, really? Because, yeah, because, because of him? I was twenty. I was twenty eight before that, and I was like, I want to be twenty seven now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's crazy how and I, and I think it's important that high school kids understand how much they're looked up to. Yeah, for sure. Because because things like you don't think about it. You know, yeah, I didn't think about it when I was there. Right. You know, and 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 maybe it's because I didn't go to. The junior high there yeah. you know i moved around as a freshman but um like when we have the when the, the football players sign the, the kids t-shirts a certain nights yeah after a game, right you yeah know, right. It's, like to those kids like you're celebrities right. like, yes yeah. yes yeah. these guys are amazing yeah you know?
2: i it, i <laughs> the um i, well, I was it? oh shoot i forget i was gonna say um uh, oh yeah to go along with that point like when i was a senior you know I didn't think I was like any great player or anything. I was an okay football player. I was the ca- I was a captain and stuff, but like I wasn't amazing. I wasn't like all state or anything like that. But I remember one time, like in the uh, weight room in the winter time after my senior season, like these eighth graders came in or maybe freshmen came in, and it was like, oh, that's him, that's him. They're like pointing at me, like they like. <laughs> I was like, what? That, so you're right. It is crazy, like how you don't even realize like how much that those kids look up to, yeah. um, you know, high school athletes and stuff. And it's like. It's important they know that, you know, because yeah, yeah, yeah. they need to be good role models for them and make good decisions, you yeah. know. Because obviously, along the same lines, when I was I was a little kid and my oldest brother Adam was a football player at Tiffin Columbian, mm-hmm. they had a really good running back there too, and I idolized that guy. And uh, he got, and then he, as it turns out, he wasn't really a great student, as it turns out, and he was also not like great outside of school either. Oh, okay. Like he got he got into some trouble with like the <laughs> the law and stuff, and I, and I found that out. And so, but that's you know, you know that like, you know, is this. And it's just important for high school kids to know that they're yeah. looked up to by little kids, you know.
1: Yeah, and and also the the junior high kids like they'll see they'll see that or they'll they'll like oh you know not everybody is yeah. perfect because I mean I, I don't know if I remember a specific day um, when I found out oh my parents aren't perfect you know? <laughs> yeah right and, and I think that's important to. Uh, to To figure out too, as a as a kid, like yeah. like like I said, not everybody's perfect. Yeah, you, know, you just strive to do your best. Yeah, you know? that's
2: true. It's, yeah. I remember, you know, there are times where, it's like, as I was getting older and I became an adult, like uh, we'd be talking, <laughs> like me and my brothers, would be talking about my mom, and it's just funny. You talk, you like start talking about her, and you start talking about her like a real person. <laughs> like, yeah. it's like not, you know, it's, oh she's doing this <laughs> and that, like like as if she was just one of our friends. It's like, oh my gosh, my mom is not like superwoman like i always thought you know <laughs> <laughs> it's, just,
1: it's it's interesting yeah so so did you you obviously went to junior high did you grow up in parisburg
2: yeah more or less i uh I, I i lived in tiffin at first uh well i was born in tiffin and then around right after my third grade year we lived in we moved to harrisburg pennsylvania and lived there for about a, a year and a half and then we moved to Perrysburg after that so i lived in parisburg since i was about fifth grade so okay. i basi- i basically grew up in Perrysburg yeah since then. fifth grade through now yeah. essentially yeah, yeah. so I would say I'm a Perry's Burger. I'm not a native, but I'm I'm a
1: Perrysburger, obviously. Yeah, yeah, that's what I would say. I mean, I moved when I was fourteen, but yeah. but I obviously as an adult you become more part of the community. Yeah. You know, because, exactly. because it's easier for you to do that. Yeah. You know? As a kid running around, you know, my my Rogers high school is where I grew up by by Rogers High School. Like yeah. no one cares no one cares about you. You know, to be yeah. honest, no one cares about kids, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> um, So was it always from a a young age, did you always want to be a teacher or is that something that changed as you got older? Um,
2: It was, I actually know how it happened. I was, um, so in freshman year of high school, we had a class called career options. I don't know if that, do you remember that class? I
1: had that as a freshman.
2: Oh yeah. So, okay. So did Uh I. And so they make you take that test, you know, or are you like is like you to like survey like what you like and what you're good at and stuff and in that in that uh one of the things the one that tells you what you would be interested in one of the careers in that list was coaching Mm -hmm. and i thought about it oh my gosh yeah i would totally love to coach that'd be awesome (laughs) and so then i did so we had to like write a paper about that and i remember doing the research like well the easiest way to become a coach is to become a teacher i was like oh yeah that makes Ah, a lot of sense and so then literally from that day on like after like freshman year, like ninth grade year, from that day on, I like just knew that I wanted to be a teacher and a coach. Yeah. So it's kind of funny, like how because most kids at that age do not know what they want to do. Yeah.
1: Or or if they do, it changes. Yeah. A lot. Exactly. Yeah. Did you yeah. did you have like teachers or coaches where you're thinking like I want to do this and I want to do it like them?
2: Oh yeah. So I, there's lots of people. Yeah. Um, if you remember Mr. Asmus, he was a, mm-hmm. a like a biology teacher uh, at the high school. He was a great teacher that I um, really looked up to, um, uh, Mr. Harvey was a math teacher there, yeah. or may, he might even still be there actually. Um, he was a really, really hard teacher, but in a good way. Yeah. Um, and I learned a lot from him. In fact, he even told us, he's like, watch, you're going to go to college. You are gonna think math is super easy in college. <laughs> and sure enough, that's exactly what happened.
1: Can, I t- can I, you know, when I was, a, uh, going into my sophomore year, I, it said Harvey as math. And I knew that like, Oh, he's hard. And I'm yeah. like, I'm, I'm not very good at math, and, and I saw that I got him. I'm like, oh, my God. This is going to be horrible. But Harvey um... – it was Mrs. Okenka's name when she first came to Perrysburg. Oh, so now she's Miss Okenka, but it was yeah. it was Miss Harvey then. Oh, so I had her, and I think it was her first year. Okay, and yeah, I, and so it was uh, <laughs> it wasn't Mr. Harvey. It was still hard because I wasn't good at math. But
2: <laughs> yeah, but
1: you, you stopped sweating bullets at that. Um, you yeah. figured it out as soon as I walked yeah. in. I'm like, oh, that's a woman. <laughs> Thank God.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know, obviously, you know, I I. So, I was when I played football at Perrysburg. I coach Frank was our head coach my sophomore or my junior year. And then senior year was my was Kriegel's first year as head coach. Okay. And we flipped it, you know, the yeah. second he became the head coach, it was a huge flip. We went from three and seven to seven and three and winning the league championship. Yeah.
1: And so, and like totally different offense and everything. Right? Yeah.
2: Well, yeah. It was, yes, it was a different offense. We actually did a little bit of what Kriegel liked as offensively our junior year. Uh, but then I'm sorry, my sophomore year, my junior year, he actually didn't coach at all. Um, And then, yeah. And then so we kind of went to like the I formation slash spread. It was a little bit of a like a run and gun type of thing. Wait, Kriegel didn't coach? No. uh, Yeah. My junior year, he did not coach at all.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. He
2: took a year off. Yeah. He said it was because he said it was because of his master's. I think it's because he was trying to create a year of space between the current administration, the coaching (laughs) staff and... Him, hopefully, getting the job as when I, he eventually did. So yeah. I could be wrong. I have no I, idea. I, I never do, asked him about it. <laughs>
1: I, I do remember him him saying maybe it was that year where he he wasn't going to come back. Like he just he wasn't going to teach anymore or coach anymore. Oh, especially because his you know his daughters were young and, yeah, and that's they were true. Involved and stuff, and I think that's what he said. You know, um, yeah, I can't remember <laughs> for sure, but yeah, it, that it it rings about when you say that.
2: Now. Yeah, he yeah. and. From that that season, I actually when he retired this year, I wrote a letter to him, like telling him like how much like that season and him just in general has meant to me like mm-hmm. we're not like particularly close, but like what we did that year like I don't know if it, it felt like a turning point in my life because at that point at that point i didn't I experienced nothing but like not success, you know what I mean, like we lost all the time, and yeah. then. That year, we actually did really well. Obviously, won the championship, the league championship that year and stuff. And I just everything and the way he coached was, you know, it was, I don't know. So he's one of my inspirations, if you will, Mm -hmm. to go back to your original question. Like when it was like, I want to coach like that guy. I can't be Kriegel because I don't have the same personality as him. But like, I learned a lot from him just from that, just from that season alone. And um, and then that same year. We ended up winning a state championship in rugby that year. So like that whole oh, really? yeah, my senior year was like the greatest
1: year of my life. <laughs> 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 so, it was it was awesome, man. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. So so you you finish high school after your state championship. <laughs> yeah. And where do you, where do you go to college? Bowling Green. Okay. And yeah. did you all did you just want to stay close to home or, is it, or yeah. what was the decision? Um, there? that one was actually a really easy one.
2: He it was really the only place I applied to. I considered applying to OU just to have a different option, but I basically knew I wanted to go to uh, I mean BGSU because their teaching program is good and I knew I wanted to be a teacher. Yeah. And they have <laughs> an amazing rugby team there and I oh. wanted and their their coach like semi recruited me out of high school uh, for rugby. So I didn't have scholarships or I think it's just a club, club team. They didn't yeah. have, they didn't have money to give, but I played a semester there.
1: Oh, oh did rugby? you? Yeah
2: I, yeah. I never played rugby until I was Did there. you
1: like it? It was fun. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I, I love rugby. Um, although I can say with a hundred percent certainty that coaching football is way more fun than coaching rugby. Is it really?
1: <laughs> yeah. Why, why is that?
2: Um, I think it's kind of a control thing i guess okay. because like in football as a coach you have a huge say in what happens in the game okay you know fair. like p- play calling and stuff yeah. rugby you don't you know you coach them in practice but once the game's on it's everything's on them like there's nothing you can really do other than just yell from the side it's like soccer it's like soccer yeah, exactly okay. or like basketball or something right yeah. so except there's no timeout so it's not like basketball <laughs> but yeah it's um but i love the game of rugby i love playing it a lot and i wish i could still play it but i have Children, <laughs> I just, I want, there's not enough time in the day to do that. Plus, rugby season coincides with football season, so I can't. I, yeah. I really like coaching. I don't want to ever quit coaching. Honestly,
1: did you did you play the whole time you were at BG?
2: Yeah, the whole time. Oh, yeah, wow. all all four and a half years I was there, and then I played rugby for um, the Toledo Celtics for a little bit after that, like the semest the last semester I was there, or yeah, like the f- what would have been the fifth year, I guess, okay. um, and then. I moved to Columbus, and I got a teaching. My first teaching job was in Canal Winchester High oh, School, okay. right. which is southeast of Columbus. Um, and that yeah. job was really hard. <laughs> why why <laughs> I was, was that? quit teaching? Uh, it was. I mean, it was my first year teaching. Yeah. Um, and obviously, that's hard for everyone. But I also ha- taught like three separate courses, and so I was preparing for three separate classes every single day. Oh, so you didn't
1: have like you're teaching this subject or what? What like like you said courses, so what yeah, yeah. Like what do you mean oh,
2: yeah, so like separate subjects, so I'd be teaching, so I, like my first semester there, I taught a geology course, I taught a course on like for kids that needed to like pass their o g t so I had, it's like a remediation course, okay, so I was teaching that, and then I also taught ecology and astronomy, wow, yeah, so I was every day, man i was it was just I was drowning, and yeah. so as a first year teacher, it's already hard enough, yeah. and so and then not to go into too much detail and complaining about how the state of education is right now, but like... That's all right. Yeah, they, that's right. The, they have what's called the Resident Educator Program where they, um, they it's just like, they make you do a whole ton of paperwork like the state of Ohio does. Makes yeah. you do a ton of paperwork and stuff as your first four years of, as a teacher. And it's just, it's awful because it's like, you're already just trying to learn how to be a teacher and then have that on top of what you're already doing. It just was not, it was hard. Yeah. And the kids I had... Well, Canal Winchester is a nice community and everything. I was teaching courses that were all electives for like juniors and seniors. So the kids that were not but they weren't like chemistry and physics, you know? So they weren't college bound kids. They were kids that were just getting their last uh, science okay. credit. Yeah. And so they weren't the best students either. So it was just all that put together, it made it a really hard, really hard job. How long were you there? Just two years. Okay. Um and so while I was there, I I like to go back what I was saying about rugby. I played rugby for a team called Scioto Valley, which was a men's a Division One men's team down there. And then a group of people split off from that team, and we made a separate team called the Columbus Castaways because we're <laughs> casting away from the the original well, club. Why did you guys break up? Um. So in rugby, well, you know about rugby how there's an A side, a B side, yeah. and a C side, right? Yeah. Type of thing. Well, for some reason, so men's teams usually Division One men's teams usually also have a Division Three side, okay. like the B side, you okay. know, to play in the Division Three tournaments and stuff. Not tournaments, but the schedule and. They decided, for some reason, at side of Valley, which is now called Columbus Rugby Club, I guess, to not have the Division Three side anymore. Like anybody that came, so the idea was that. This is so stupid, but they <laughs> people weren't coming to practice, and so like the, all these Division One really good players were not coming to practice, while these Division Three guys were coming to practice. But they didn't want to play the Division Three guys in the Division One games because yeah. they weren't as good or as talented, right? Yeah. And so they figured if they got rid of the Division Three schedule, they would force the hand of the Division One guys to show up to practice, or else the Division Three guys would be taking their spots. And it didn't work. It didn't happen. It didn't work. And so oh, it just really? got a bunch of Division Three guys just to quit. They're like, I don't want to play. Then if you're not going to play me, like, and the Divi- I don't want to get killed mm-hmm. by all these really good teams and yeah. i'm not you know so anyway it was a poor decision so we split off to make this other team that was division three and i played the, i played on the division one side but i was not a serious at that point i just wanted to drink and, <laughs> yeah, just, have and just have fun yeah, yeah and yeah. so i didn't want to travel like hours and hours and hours away for these games these away games for and get killed i mean not killed but you know win or lose whatever it's still it's just a long way and i had a wife at the time and stuff and so we split off, and we made the other team, and we were really successful there. We won a Midwest Championship in that, nice. Um, which we won. So going back to Bowling Green, we won that team. My for all four years I was there, we won the Midwest Championship there and went to the national Sweet Sixteen.
1: Oh wow! Yeah.
2: And then my sen- my first senior year, <laughs> we uh, <laughs> we were we made it to the Final Four. We um, and lost to Santa Barbara, uh, UC Santa Barbara, who ended up then losing to Davenport University. Davenport's in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Okay. And Davenport, we had played two twice in that season before. And beat him both times. Oh, so, the, really? the eventual yeah. national champion was a team we have beaten twice. Oh, Isn't man. that suck? <laughs> <laughs> so, it was uh. rough. Um, but, yeah. And then I came back here. I played for a little bit with, I played rugby for a little bit for you, uh, the Tleo Celtics again. But then, after having kids, my wife was like, You can't be traveling on Saturdays and leaving me alone with these
1: kids. So, yeah, especially multiple kids.
2: Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So, yeah, I did get away with a couple of seasons, but then it's like, You need to stop. And I'm like, All right, you're right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So. It, well, it's tough, and that's why, like, even even doing coaching, you yeah. know, that takes a lot of time for sure. And and so I can see, especially having young kids, like, like just be home, you know, yeah, you know. And back of my mind, she's like, yeah. you're just give it up. You're old now. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> no, seriously, you might get hurt, and like, I, yeah,
2: I still got it though. I could go out there and play right now, but yeah, we had, the BG. B- yeah, I know <laughs> it's bad. BG actually does have. Well' not, it's not what the, the same as it used to be, but Bowling Green uh, does an alumni game every year where like the old boys come back and play the current team. Oh, this, yeah? that's the that's traditional game, but last few years it hasn't really been that way. I mean, uh, the, a lot of times they we end up playing the, B, the BG's B side, not their A side because they'll schedule the A side game with like uh, like a real like other college team because they don't yeah. want to get them hurt and stuff, I guess yeah um, so it's, it's understandable, and that transition kind of happened even while I was there. Um, mm. and then even the last, last year, we didn't even play tackle rugby, we played touch rugby. So I was, it's getting lamer and lamer every year because <laughs> it's like my one chance to go out there and just whoop some ass and, or yeah. whoop, you know, <laughs> yeah. and I, and you can't really can, but it's, it's all right. Yeah. I, I always, I always tell people that, you know, when my kids go get old, uh, grow up a little bit, I might go back and play rugby again. Yeah. And that's not unheard of. Like I, there was a dude that went out, played for the castaways in Columbus for us. That was, his name was burner and he, uh. He was only—he was probably like forty or fifty something. He hadn't played for years. Wow! And he came back out and he killed it. He started for us and stuff. So, so you, you
1: love it that much, huh? Oh, dude, I love it, dude. You, I, I love playing like, it. Do you do you um, get into like watching on TV and stuff?
2: Um, not really. Do it's kind, kind of like funny. It? I find I find it boring. <laughs> <Did I> watch <laughs> I, it? Yeah, I do. I find it like I find it to be a kind of a boring sport to watch because it's very repetitive. Mm. Um, you know, it's tackle, ruck, throw the to pass, the ball, tackle, ruck. Throw, I don't know. I mean. I will watch it and I will get into it a little bit, but I, sometimes I'll fall asleep. <laughs> but I did watch one <laughs> recently that came down to the last minute and it was a really exciting game. So that was yeah. cool. But
1: yeah, I'm not really into it as much I, on TV. I, I've seen it a few times and I'll watch it. And Mateo's seen it a few times too. And he's interested just because it's something new, yeah. you know, and to look at. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I'm the same way. Like it's, yeah.
2: I, mean, it's I saw on an email, um, like the it's like the Perrysburg E Flyers. I guess there's a, like, a, a youth rugby thing being started here oh, in Parisburg, like at the Heights community center. I think it's like for grades three through eight or something. I just saw it and I was like, Oh, that's
1: pretty cool. I know that's where the, the club team practices Yeah, right out there. Oh, but, do they? Uh, yeah. I know the, the coach Dan Ketterman. Yeah. He's uh, a nice guy. Yeah. So I, I was talking, I've seen him cause Lillian does baton at the community center. Oh, okay. So the same time that she has that, they have practice. So I've talked to him. And, oh, no kidding. And, uh, Hopefully, I talked to him about coming on the podcast. So hopefully, at the end of the month, he'll be on. Oh, that's awesome! He's into like carp fishing too. Like, oh, really? If you, follow, if you follow him on Instagram, it's just these giant carps. Dude. Really? Oh my gosh, it's crazy!
2: <laughs> yeah, dude. They he has. There's another guy that coaches that he's from England. I think I can't remember his name though. I don't even know if he still coaches there. But yeah, yeah. those those rugby. They're good guys. I mean, they've yeah. been there for a long time, and they've.
1: Yeah, he said it was his seventh year there. for him. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. That their program is. I mean, they just won a state championship. I think it was 2017. Oh, and okay. I remember that because it's exactly ten years after we won our state championship, so oh. I thought that was kind of cool, so yeah, I mean, it's a good program, yeah. I mean I like it a lot. i
1: he was telling me today that they're they're struggling to have kids because because oh, really? of had having to cancel last year the and they graduated twenty two seniors oh
2: no, yeah,
1: and he said we just it's just hard to find he says we have seniors and freshmen, wow, yeah, he says it's just hard to oh that stinks, man yeah. They've been going
2: strong for a while. That's, yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah. As you
1: said, this this fir- this is their first year where it's like, man, this I don't know yeah. I don't know what's going on here. Huh. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Hm. Um, so so you were in Columbus for a few years. Did you come right to eye after that?
2: Yeah. Well, sort of. I um we moved to Perrysburg right away. Uh, we lived, with my, mom. <laughs> we lived with my mom, we lived in my mom, we lived in my mom's basement for like six months. Okay, oh, I've done that. I <laughs> yeah. lived Yeah, yeah. I and, lived with my in-laws
1: twice. Oh yeah,
2: for a few months. Yep. This was this was actually right when Harrison, my first my first son, my first child was born. Oh really? And so he he as an infant for the f- first like six months of his life were in a basement <laughs> in my mom's house. <laughs> wow. So and then we got but we um I, I got a job at Bowling Green um, high school okay. and taught there for three years. And I loved it there. It was a great job, but, um, the, um, uh, I shouldn't say, but, and, uh, Perrysburg had an opening at the junior high. I didn't really think I wanted to teach junior high, but I, I saw the opening and Lexi kind of Lexi's my wife, uh-huh. uh, kind of said, yeah, just apply to see what happens. You know, we'll keep your options open type of thing. And I did, and I got the job and <sighs> unfortunately it's a lot more money at Perrysburg than it is at BG. And so that was really kind of the driving force. Oh that yeah. That had me move. And it's, you know, and I've heard you just talk on this podcast several times that like life's not you shouldn't make your life about chasing money, you should do what you love to do. Yeah. But it's the same job in both situations, both teaching either way. So, and, and it's your hometown. It was exactly, right? Yeah. I've always wanted to teach in Paris, right? This is where I want to retire from. So, it was it all worked out. Yeah. Um I'm happy I'm there. It was it was a rough first year though cuz I've only had taught high school kids at that point mm. and junior high kids
1: are not the same as high school kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, well,
2: they're rambunctious kids.
1: Oh yeah, uh definitely. I I coached a few years, seventh grade football, and I coached all those years. uh The track with track. Oh, you right. know, It's it. uh I always tell. I, I think I've told some of the track coaches, like I'm glad I don't have to be with them all day. I just I'm just <laughs> with them for about an hour and a half. Yeah, you know? right. Yeah. And actually, I had to. I filled in this week. Oh, um, did you? Yeah, because their 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 current coach had uh, something going on, so I feel fill, I'm filling in. Oh, and, um, I thought so, you coached
2: for the high school though.
1: I was volunteering. Oh, I see. Yes. Okay. So I I was I. I was there for a little bit Then I came here uh, I came to the junior high And uh, Man Everything snaps right back Into place for me Like I, I don't know what Like the rules and stuff She has set up And everything uh, But the second day there I was yelling like a football coach And I made <laughs> half the kids Run run uh, Stairs Because they They weren't throwing They were Well they were throwing Pine cones at each other <laughs> Yeah <laughs> So, somebody got really somebody got wet somehow. So there was water thrown around. Oh so, my gosh! Yeah. So I uh, mean, I yelled pretty loudly, and it yeah. was uh, Troy, the uh, the throwing co- or the long jump coach. Oh Troy! Yeah, Opperman. Troy Opperman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I he, I got done yelling, and I looked at him, and he just gave me he just like this gave me a thumbs yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, he he's all about that. He's he's
2: into that. Yeah, yeah. It, I I I understand what you're saying. Obviously, I did the throwing coach thing one year and I didn't like I liked I disliked it enough that I didn't do it the next year so <laughs> what
1: I, I was interested in that what what specifically like what didn't you like about it um I don't know I guess Cause I you, the, the one thing I I didn't like about it was on meet days it was, they were just long days yeah and that's like I even told Andrew like hey I'm not gonna coach anymore i want to volunteer but I'll probably still be at a lot of practices yeah she was that's fine just I just want you home more in the evenings because I mean those away meets you get home at like nine o'clock yeah know?
2: I I guess it you know what it's it it it's, it was it was more of like a um, a personal uh, what's the word I felt like I was not competent and okay. coaching throwers you okay, know i yeah. didn't i, I not that you did a good job of teaching me like teaching me how to teach them you know but i just didn't i i don't know and i just didn't felt i well, didn't feel, feel like I comfortable
1: too yeah, yeah i
2: just felt uncomfortable coaching them honestly like i tried to teach them but then i felt like i was sometimes getting corrected by the like <laughs> the not, eighth graders yeah that had and, been and, there before. And, yeah not yeah and not they necessarily know everything but yeah. like it just i i didn't know enough to say like no you're wrong this is how it's done yeah. you know and i so I felt incompetent, and I didn't feel right coaching them and telling them what to do. I, so it was more of a personal, like, self, like, uh, you know, it just, you that work, was part of it. Yeah. yeah. You just and just obviously, like work. you said, I mean, the run bunks, just junior high kids and, and track, there's so many of them. Like, any other I school, know. there's, like, oh four my. throwers. And, yes. like, at this school, there's 27 of them. And it's, yes. like. Yes.
1: This is, by, this is the, by far the smallest group of throwers I've ever seen at the junior high. Oh, really? And it's it's still probably, I don't know. 20. What? You know? Yeah. That's just too many to manage, dude. (laughs) And and when I've been there, you know, some of my years, I had 35. Boys and boys and girls. You know, it's that's
2: yeah, that's that's like what the eighth grade football team is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, man. So I it was it was just difficult. And it wasn't, you know, I and so for that reason, I, and I and I feel bad because I know you love track. Yeah, I, it wasn't something I was passionate about, and I just—it's yeah. hard to coach something you're not passionate about. Oh yeah, you know? yeah. So.
1: And if you're not comfortable doing it, then it, like you said, it makes it hard to do it. Yeah, you know. Right. I I enjoyed it. Uh, the length of the season was also a plus because it wasn't that long at all. It's not right. that long at all. Uh, but it's just those those few nights, man. Yeah, and for and sure some of the some of the you know weekends and stuff. So I I'd much rather be doing something else. Yeah, you know I'll <laughs> right. be there like tomorrow's tomorrow's the first meet oh, okay I'll, yeah I'll, it's supposed to be it's gonna rain um um but i'll i'll be there um and I'll, i'm gonna run it and everything because the other coach can't be there oh, okay and then monday the same thing there's a meet a home meet monday and i'll be there to help uh, but as soon as that's done i'm out of there you know i don't yeah. have to stay the whole time right that, that's kind of nice isn't <laughs> it yeah yeah and and i and i like volunteering it's yeah. fun and and um i still get to Talk to kids about playing football too. I I, I always talk to them about. Do oh you, yeah, do you play football? Do you play football? Yeah, yeah.
2: that's that, that like my favorite part is talking to the kids about football. Yeah, I did yeah. sometimes get in a wrestling match with uh, what's his name? Um, oh, <laughs> uh, what's the big kid? Wrestling. Cade man. and Grant. Grant. I got. I'd wrestle Grant <laughs> at, at, at <laughs> track practice.
0: <laughs>
2: wow, it was fun. Oh man. What, what,
1: what do you teach? I don't remember what you teach. I teach
2: science. Eighth grade science. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's a good, it's a good deal. Yeah. I have good, I have really good colleagues too. Um, my, uh, my, the other eighth grade science teachers are Scott Sorg, who's the AD there, yeah. Yeah. Um, Corinne Roach, and Jennifer Kruger. Uh, just became an eighth grade science teacher this year. Jennifer did. Um, but yeah, we all kind of teach the same way and have the same philosophy on education and stuff. So we real, we plan together, we bounce ideas off. I was each gonna other. ask you
1: if you guys like do like everything together. Yeah,
2: we we do. Um, and not every department's like that, but like we do because we all, like I said, we all share this a, a very very similar philosophy we all do we all grade the same we use the same quizzes we use the same lessons the same materials and so that's got to
1: make that's got to make everything so much
2: easier so much easier dude i don't know why every i don't know why everyone doesn't do it (laughs) Uh, (laughs) i mean i get i mean i do know why some teachers just like the way they do things and they don't like the way other people do it and that's fine but yeah it it works out well because we all feel the same way about how we teach the 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 content so it's 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 a good it's a really good team and I would argue that we were the best team in the junior high. Yeah. <laughs> that's just me being arrogant.
1: <laughs> that's all right.
2: Yeah. That, you gotta have some of that, right? It makes yeah, you it I, makes you keep going, right? That's what I was that's I was just saying that to you know Blake Parquet, he's a seventh grade science teacher there, but Mm-mm. he might well you didn't go to the junior high, right? I did not. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. He um but anyway, I was just saying that the other day. When I was at Bowling Green, I, I drank the Kool-Aid of every other team and the NLL in the sense that I hated Perrysburg, okay. even though I went to Perrysburg, yeah. I didn't, I didn't hate perrysburg but that's not the right thing. Cause I lived there obviously, but yeah. like I had this little, like, mm, you know, Perrysburg, there are a bunch of yuppies or they're <laughs> so arrogant. They're so cocky. And like, oh, like, by
1: the way, uh, yeah, my address, Perrysburg. Yeah, yeah, per-
2: yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and so, um, but then, you know, obviously I came to Perrysburg and I started coaching here and stuff and I, you know, and it, not that I didn't know this before, but I do, but it made me really realize it's like, there's a reason, you know, you have to have confidence. You have to have a little bit of arrogance might be the wrong word, but you have to have a little bit of arrogance to be good. You know, you have, you know, if you're not confident in what you do, then you're not going to be good. So like we, Lexi, my wife also coached basketball at Bowling Green for a couple of years. And, and she saw the same thing I did is that there were kids in Bowling Green. If we were going up against Perrysburg, they like gave up before the game even started. You know, it was like a losing, yeah. it was like a losing attitude. And it's yeah. like, come on, you can't have that, you know, yeah. and here you don't have that issue. Right. Like we always think we're going to win, mm. which is good thing. You know, that helps. I mean, obviously it can go too far where you're cocky or arrogant, Yeah. but that confidence is a good thing. And so I think people just, I guess my point is, I think teams like that or people that say those types of things, they're just jealous. I think Yeah. because it could be, yeah, you know, I, at least to some degree, I think,
1: yeah, because, Def- oh,
2: you know, I like I always hated it when people would say bad things about Kriegel because <laughs> I was like, uh, I'm like a Kriegel disciple. Yeah. And they're like, no, he just he's he's in it for himself. He's not in it for the kids. I'm like, that is so far from the truth. <laughs> I one know, it's so crazy. <laughs> That's so far from the truth. Number one. <laughs> and number two, you're just mad because he's good. <laughs>
1: well, what do you what do you what is that person like? Why would you think a high school coach is coaching? High school football. I don't. Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> know.
2: Uh, you know, I'm, you know, it's because
1: like, I'm trying to go to a better high school. Like, yeah. I don't understand. Right.
2: Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe if a high school coach had aspirations to go to college, maybe, but yeah. like Kriegel clearly didn't have that because he stayed at Perrysburg forever. Yeah. You know, and, and it's just ridiculous. And th- these are people that are talking because they have no idea. They don't know coach at all. Yeah. And it's like, you don't know what you're talking about. You've never met the guy. Yeah. Like, really, you never talked to him, obviously. <laughs> so I hated that. So, the, and, and I, and I, maybe I'm just, and maybe part of not that Kriegel doesn't deserve that criticism at all, one, but, yeah. um, I, um, shoot, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> That's all right. But yeah, he's, I, like I said, oh, I was going to say that I'm just, I maybe I'm also partly just like blindly love Kriegel. Oh, <laughs> That could be too. Yeah, yeah. I'm just so blindly loyal to him that I'll defend him to the end no matter what. <laughs> so, <laughs> so.
1: This episode is sponsored by Big Daddy Graphics. Big Daddy Graphics is the only full-time, full-service Parisburg spirit wear store in Parisburg. They have two full-time graphic artists on staff to assist customers in creating eye-catching designs and full catalogs from the leading makers of quality garments, including Under Armour, Nike, Adidas, Holloway, Badger, among other top brand manufacturers. Big Daddy Graphics offers screen printing and embroidery for anyone from the sports world to the corporate one. They also offer promotional products emblazoned with logos. They can put your logo on nearly 1 million different types of promotional products, from coffee cups to golf tees, key fobs to lanyards, and hundreds of thousands of other products. So whether you live your life on the field or in the office, Big Daddy Graphics has you covered. To get started on your design, visit BigDaddy-Graphics.com. Did did he... Play a part in, in you getting hired as a 7th seventh co- seventh grade coach? Was he... I yeah. don't know if he was in on that. Or
2: yeah. Well, sort of. So, I mean, he was. Because I saw... When I got the job here, I uh, saw that there was an opening for an assistant coach at the junior high.
1: Oh, that's what I was going you. Did you. Were you an assistant before you became the head coach? For yes. Grade? For
2: the one grade? year. I was an assistant at the 8th grade level with Justin Fonky. Okay. All right. And um, that... So, when I got the job, I called... I think I called Matt. Um, and... I said, "Hey, I saw that you guys have a junior high cuz I know I I'm aware that the usually the head coach of the varsity team kind has a pretty pretty much has a, uh the definite say in who the coaches are." Mm-hmm. Um and so I called him and said, "Hey, I saw that you guys have a junior high opening uh, junior high coach assistant coach opening." He's like, "It's yours." I'm like, "Yes." <laughs> 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 end, uh, end of interview.
1: <laughs> yep. So, that, and that's that, helpful, that's funny, you know, right? he, yeah. cuz he knows me, so yeah. it's yeah. yeah. I, I remember when the 7th grade Position head coach position was opened when I before I even came to Parisburg I applied for it. Coach Frank was the AD at the junior high. At the oh time. yeah, and I interviewed for it and he. I've never been through like a coaching interview, and I didn't end up getting it. Brandon Gotzi ended up getting it, and um but I still I was on the staff, you know. It, yeah, and I, I was so glad that that happened because if I would have if I would have got the <laughs> job, I would have. I had no idea. What <laughs> You've been on. drowning. <laughs> yeah, because I learned a lot just by because that was my. It wasn't my first coaching job. It was my first coaching job in Perrysburg. I coached at Rossford for a few years. Oh, okay. And came to Perrysburg, and I would, you know, I always talked to Brandon and asked him how he did things and looked at things. And I coached the offensive def- defensive line, but I was the defensive coordinator too for seventh grade, oh, and, nice. which was fun. You yeah. know, it's fun to control something. Oh, know? yeah, for sure. And, um, and then I did that for a few years, and then Coach Grew asked me if I wanted to be the freshman coach. And and I didn't know that I wanted to be a head coach. I just know I wanted to coach. And, yeah. And, man, I loved it. I yeah. I loved every second of it, and I'm glad. I'm glad yeah. I had those two years, though, as an assistant in seventh grade. Yeah. And that way I could figure everything out. Right. Yeah. Cause, cause it was tough.
2: Yeah, because I, I – I well, at Bowling Green, I caught I, I coached uh, the eighth grade for two years. They didn't have, like, head coaches and assistant coaches. There were only two of us. And so we were both – kind of head coaches if you were both assistant coaches really I mean the yeah. other guy that I coached with had been coaching for a hundred thousand years so yeah <laughs> if anything he was like the head coach I found, like different philosophies <laughs> yeah right <laughs> he he did a lot of the paperwork which helped me a lot yeah. um and but he did all the defense he's like just so you know I'm calling the defense you're calling the offense I was like okay I'm cool with that did you uh, guys have
1: to run triple option as the seventh graders we yeah so graders? we ran,
2: yeah so we ran the veer but you know he Coach Connor let us you know, he knew that like at that age group it was gonna be hard. So if he's he said, like, hey, I mean do what you need to do. Like if you have to tell them when to pitch and when to hand it off and or when to keep it as the quarterback, you can do that. You don't have to Oh,
1: so if you like run a play, you can you can say, Hey, we're running an option, keep it and go. Right, exactly. Okay. So
2: it'd be like veer right, keep and okay. so that would tell the quarterback to just fake the handoff and then run it himself or something. Yeah. Or something like that. So um, but we did, we tried to run the veer and let them do it with an option, but I mean, they weren't all that great at it. Uh, <laughs> and it's the teaching, teaching the O line, the rules of the, oh. it, it, it was frustrating, man. Yeah. You know, as the it's defensive. like, don't touch that guy, don't block him. And they're like, and they blocked him every yes. time and it screwed the whole thing up as, <laughs> as
1: a seventh grade coach. Um, I loved playing teams that would do that offense. Cause that's usually as a seventh grade, seventh graders, that's their first time yeah. running it. And right. I, I love, cause they had no idea what they were doing Yep. and you could blitz them. You could I mean, You <laughs> yeah, could do exactly. all kinds of stuff because you would destroy it. Yeah, yeah. Because they, they didn't know what they were doing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It was, so he, he, get, but he let us do, he, he gave us the freedom to do what we wanted with that offense. Yeah. Um, and, and at the time coach Connor wasn't the offensive coordinator, he was the defensive coordinator. Okay. And so, um, but yeah, I I'm so, by the way, I am so excited that Coach Connor is the head coach yeah. at Perrysburg. <laughs> I mean, I know you probably don't really know him that well, but I got to know him, and he is such an awesome dude, and he's such an awesome coach. Yeah, and he's a good teacher. He, they Perrysburg really hit it out of the ballpark, in my opinion, yeah. with that hire because he's a really good math teacher, um, and he's a really and he's a really good coach. Like, I I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to say too much because I don't even know you know it's, he hasn't even had a season here yet, so who knows? But yeah. like. I think I think it was the right choice. He's, well, he's well, a great had, guy.
1: I mean, we've had pl- a lot of meetings now. We've been having offensive meetings every Monday for the past like four Mondays or something. Yeah. Um. So it's fun. It's fun going through all that. It's it's a lot. Uh. <laughs> because of of a shift that we're making. You know, it's yeah. ultimately it's still a spread offense, but there's yeah. just different things happening. Right. And it's uh it's it's fun to be like a part of it because I I I always felt and. And I don't think the other coaches felt like this, but when I moved up to varsity, I always felt like I was the new guy, so i i I always just like listened, which yeah, which I think that should happen anyway, right like I'm listening, figuring out everything out how and I, you know i would coach my guys, but listen and, and figure out all, how, how to do a bunch of other stuff, yeah, but now I feel like i can I can always voice my opinion on things yeah, and i I'm, I'm I'm not the new guy, I'm just one of the coaches, right. Yeah, And, you know, Kriegel never felt, never made me feel that way. Yeah. You know? And I was mo- one, more than any where I would say something to him. Even Coach Sims would be like, uh, hey, we need to do A or B. Uh, Lorenzo, why don't you go tell him? <laughs> said, okay. And I go <laughs> talk to him. Like, yeah. hey, I, what do you think about doing this? And Kriegel would be like, yeah, we can do that or no. You know? Yeah. And I would have meetings with him in the winter about offensive stuff I wanted to run. And, but, so he never made me feel that way. I, but I just, in. and, and like personally, I just felt like, well, I need to learn. You yeah. Know, I, need to, I need to let them coach and right. and uh, just be a part of it. But like I yeah. said, now I can like, have all the input I want. Ultimately, yeah. Coach Connor has the final say on stuff. Right. But I can, I can, but have, you know the players. Yeah. yeah. You know
2: the players you have a couple of years under your belt. And yeah. so it's not like it's your first time coaching varsity either. You know, it's like, yeah. It's a, yeah. So you can feel more confident in like your, your, because I can, I can feel, I, I feel that I think I'd be the same way if I was coaching varsity my first year, I'd be a little insecure and I would be just kind of sit back and listen and just absorb as much as I can. So now that you've been doing it for a couple of years, you know, yeah, you know, you're, you you're, you probably feel more confident that you had know your stuff and what you're doing. And so
1: it, it was, it was over, coming as a freshman coach. It was really overwhelming because the offense was new to me. Yeah. Like as a seventh grade coach, we ran, I, you yeah. know, and, and just, we barely threw the ball. Yeah. But then coming coaching freshmen, man, I was trying to learn as much as I can in those summer practices. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, and and you just learn on the fly. Luckily, the first class I had was Drew Sims and his class. <laughs> yeah, so, so you had another coach. <laughs> Drew knew everything. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> so it made it a lot easier. Um, and I'm glad that happened. Yeah. Um, and and I learned a lot. And it got fun because then I started doing my own stuff a little bit. You know, like yeah. when I had a. Uh, Preston Evans and Austin Collins. Yeah, I, I had a package where I put them in the backfield. Yeah, you know? yeah, and it, was, and it was so simple. Yeah, yeah, and I let the kids name it. And at the time, Harambe was a big thing. Yeah, <laughs> so. I remember we talked about this before. Yeah. yeah, so they named it Harambe. <laughs>
2: yeah, I love that. Yeah,
1: but it, but it was it was it was fun. I like doing that little stuff, and that's why I like coaching JVs on Saturday. You know, a, yeah. lot, a lot of people don't like coaching JVs, and it's not my favorite thing to do. But it's fun because it's those kids' time to be out there, and I get to draw stuff in the sand. Yeah, you know, right, exactly. I'm out there.
2: That's so, so. fun. Yeah, I. I've never, I since I've been coaching, I've never been, I've never not been a coordinator of some kind, and uh-huh. so I it'd be in, I, it'd be interesting if I feel I, I feel like it'd be interesting to see like how I'll feel about. Co- I mean, I always love coaching football, but if I'll feel the same way about coaching football when I'm not making play calls because I've always made play calls, yeah. and that's part of the fun, I think. Like I was telling you earlier,
1: like in, yep. it's like a video game.
2: Yeah, You're it's a chess match between you and the other coach, right? Uh-huh. And so. Um, and 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 I was saying like how rugby was not like that, and yeah. so it would be maybe I'd have a different tune if I had been a football coach one year where I didn't call the plays because yeah. when I was the assistant coach at eighth grade, I was the defensive coordinator also, so I did all the defensive call, play calls then. And every other year I've coached, I've always I've done offense. So, well,
1: it's yeah. it's um, for for the, for five years, two at seventh and three at freshman. I called. I was a coordinator of some sort. And then when I got to varsity, I wasn't. Um, but. I just like having my own group of guys. So I was a wide receivers coach for two oh, yeah. years. And it's fun to have your group of guys. You get to coach them how how you want to coach. Yeah. You know, and Kriegel was really good at that. Kriegel yeah. was good at just letting his guys coach. Right. And and he kept telling me, like, hey, I told him, I was like, what do you think about this drill or that drill? He goes, do whatever drills you want. He goes, you're going to figure out which, which ones you like. The kids will tell you which ones they like or don't like. Yeah. You know, and, and that's how you figure it out. And I did it. And, and from my first year to the second year, there were some new things I added because I like certain yeah. things, or I knew we had to work on certain things, or whatever. Right. But the uh, as far as like not calling plays and stuff, I never, I didn't really miss it. Also, I got to do it for the JV. Yeah. You know. Right. Yeah. Um, but on Friday nights, my favorite thing is when Kriegel would say like, "Hey, what do you guys think here?" And then nobody wants to say anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so a lot of times I did. Yeah. Cause, that's awesome. Because who, cause who am I? It doesn't matter. And yeah. And. Every time he heard me, he every time I said something, he he in his mind he really didn't know what he wanted to do because I would say I think it happened three times yeah and every time I would say a play, he would that's what he would run. Oh, that's awesome, dude. Yeah, and, that's so you know, cool. And now I now all I ever would say like, like he said, what do you 360 think? Three sixty fade. Now, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I would just I would just be like, hey, what do you guys like here? No one would say anything. I'd just be like, follow or sprint or sprint uh, sprint giant or whatever, and then he would get the formation. Oh, whatever, I see. Yeah, know? yeah. But but it was cool, you know? Yeah, that's and, awesome, dude. And I told him that. Like, I was so terrified. But uh, I don't know if I told him. No, I told uh, uh, the Rossford head coach. Um, oh, I can't think of his name right now. He was uh, on my podcast. Yeah, he was. Oh, <laughs> uh, he was with a D, I think. Uh, Drew's Beck. Yeah, Drew's Beck. Yeah, that's so it. I told him. I go, I go... I was so afraid, but I did it. He goes, yeah, do it. He goes, when, when people ask, they want to know, yeah. you know, and and I did. And yeah,
2: like, That's good. I mean, like, because as you know, as a head coach, you don't always have all the answers and sometimes yeah. you just need that input, you know, I, I know there's, that happens to me. It happens to me all the time. Austin Henry is one of my assistant coaches at oh, okay. the seventh
1: grade. Is he, is he the the soccer coach? He's the girls lacrosse coach. Or lacrosse
2: coach. Yeah, that's yeah. What it was. Yeah. 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 And he, uh, yeah, he was just on your show kind of recently. Yeah. yeah. um, And he, uh, so he. He does. He's not one of the coordinators. He's the offensive and defensive line coach for me. Okay. Um. But so he helps me do signals. I do no. I did the no huddle with the seventh graders. But I mean, I think this year we're not doing a no huddle. So I'll just huddle, like, because I think the varsity's. We're we're huddling, but we're still signaling. Oh, you're still signaling. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so I remember I would just be sitting there. I'm like, "What should we do here?" And he just like, "Oh, uh, this." And then I'm like, "Okay." And I'd signal it. And, you know, it's, it's it it really was like a nice. It's a teamwork, right? Yeah, like I, yeah. can't, I can't, I mean, as offensive coordinator, it's not like you have all the answers, and especially me. I'm not. Don't I don't have that much experience? Like sometimes I'm just not sure what to run. I'm like, uh, what should we do here?"
1: Well, and you try to think. Uh, I always think when I call a play. Right, right. When I signal in for JV, I'm like, all right, we should get at least five yards. Then I'll run this. And then if we get sacked or something else happens, that's when I'm like, ugh. Now what am I going to run? You know? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. But but it, with JV though, it, it's funny because it, it it doesn't matter as much, and you I have more. Like in my my brain, I feel like, well, I'm just gonna cut it loose. Well, you know, yeah. there's no punting. Yeah, you know, right. we don't punt, we don't kick off. I mean, you can punt. Yeah, you know, but but who who's punts? Gonna, who's gonna do that? You <laughs> yeah. know? I know. Just go I, for it.
2: I never punt. It. <laughs> <laughs> I probably get some. I probably get, you know, grumbles from the parents sometimes because I, I I like basically refuse to punt. I don't yeah. refuse. I do punt sometimes, but like. There, I've had enough experiences at seventh grade where we try to punt, and then it's, it's a disaster. disaster. So yeah. it's like, why even do this? Like, just run you know, a play. <laughs>
1: yes. I think, so. I think you have a better shot of getting a first down on fourth and eight than you do of, of the snap being good, the punter catching it, and it being a good kick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought of it that way. That's 100%
2: true. And let's say
1: all that works. Now you still got to tackle the you guy. You still
2: have to tackle the returner. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I, I can't even tell you how many times, like, as for when we're the punt returners, how many times we've returned punts for yeah. touchdowns, you know, it's just yeah. like, it's, cause it's just not something you practice that much at that age. Uh-huh. You know, you're just like, you're too busy trying to make sure they know how to block zone right. <laughs> <Yes. laughs>
1: you know, <laughs> or, or a lot of the times the teams, when, when you have a punt team, the, the line is still the offensive line. Yeah. So it's still a bunch of slow kids.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's absolutely true. And that's
1: something we, we always would point out on, uh, on film when we would yeah. see like, Oh uh, Northview, they use their offensive line on their punt team. Yeah. So we should be able to return a punt on these guys. Yeah. That's know? not a good idea. No. <laughs> yeah. no. That's why you see most punt teams, they sub 11 new guys. Yeah, you exactly. <laughs> you bring like <laughs> linebackers and guys out. Yeah. yeah. of right. that, you know, that fourth corner. Yeah,
2: you know? exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm, I, I know that I've heard that our offense this year, the varsity, I should say, the varsity's offense this year is kind of, it's a spread, but it's kind of an option and more, more, has more reads and stuff like that. Mm. Um, I'm super excited about that. I think I've always... <laughs> this is so, stru- so stupid, but like <laughs> I play... Going back to Nerdball podcast, I the only video game I play in my life is NCAA football 2014 or whatever one's the mm-hmm. last one they made. Yeah, And that's my favorite offense to run is the triple option, the really? spread triple option, the spread, okay. the spread option offense. And so I love running triple option out of spread formations and stuff like that. And I love teams that do that. Like the Oregon Ducks used to do it and they were really good at it, mm-hmm. like with Marcus Mariota or whatever. Um, and it's like, I'm kind of... A, So when I heard Dirk got the job here and I knew and I heard that that was kind of the offense he was thinking about running. I was like, that's going to be cool. Yeah. But at the same time, you have to have the right quarterback for it. So, Mm -hmm. you know, there's 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 all those other aspects to it. And Dirk is and that's what's so awesome about Dirk is he he's fully aware of that. He's not forcing he's not going to for I know he's not going to force running a triple option with a quarterback that doesn't run super fast. You know, so it's like it's he I don't know. We'll see. You know, I, with, I think very highly of him, obviously. So
1: <laughs> with that too, with with those, you know, because even we had struggled with Drew when he was quarterback because he wasn't a running quarterback. Yeah, you right. Know? But but a lot of times, you, your quarterback has to you ask your quarterback has to run the ball a few times to get five, six, seven yards. Yeah, maybe, maybe two or three times. Yeah, and, and that's it. That's then enough. They still have to honor that. Yeah, you know? that's enough for sure. Yeah.
2: And I you know, the, the best years Perrysburg's had is when we've had running quarterbacks, right? With like Gus
1: Dimmerling and uh, even Trevor. Trevor, ha, wasn't, Trevor yeah. wasn't wasn't like Gus, but he yeah. could run the ball. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And so he, he was he was. what his deal was he was so shifty. Yeah. And he knew like when to when to hesitate, when to let his lineman go. Like he was yeah. just really good at that. Yeah.
2: I remember I can't remember if, if it was Hafner or if it was Gus well, that was quarterback at this this year, but there was a year I was at it was it was a year I was at BG and it was one of the years that Perrysburg was really good went to playoffs and stuff. And it was the game it was a BG versus Perrysburg it, was, it was, both teams were undefeated, so it was like a Wood County rivalry and they're both undefeated, you know. Um and so I went to that game. It was at Bowling Green and I remember watching that game and BG only scored like 3 points maybe. Um and I never seen a high school team throw the ball as much as yeah. I Perrysburg did that game. I was like, oh my gosh, like they don't have any running backs. Yeah. Like how is how is a high school team not have any running backs? Yeah. And it was just it was amazing. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Like, so it, it, I'm pretty excited it, to see what happens. Yeah. Assuming he stays in the program and keeps playing football. My quarterback this year, Shane Saito, Okay. His older brother Blake Saito, was a really good wrestler oh, yes. for Perrysburg. Yeah. Um, he was a really good quarterback for me this year, and he's a good runner, but also a good passer. He's got he's like total package type of thing. He's like, oh, if I hope he stays with playing football because that's gonna be really good is for he a for wrestling. He's a wrestler, yeah. Okay, all right. And so, but yeah,
1: does, I, he, does he do track? Do you know? I got if he does, I, I don't find, know I actually. Find, I gotta see. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm gonna ask. What's his first name? Shane. Okay. All right, well, so. that's his. That yeah,
2: he goes by Shane Saito, but his actual real name is like a Japanese name, so it's like uh, something okay, you wouldn't okay. recognize. But that's he goes by Shane, so I don't know. I assume probably if you look at the roster, it says Shane. But yeah, yeah. anyway, okay. yeah, he's he's a really nice kid and really good kid and really good athlete. And so, I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing him play varsity one day, assuming he keeps playing football. So,
1: when you run your offense, do you? Because one thing I was going to do before it was before I got the head coaching job, freshman job, I was going to talk to the head coach and I, and let him know like, I think as seventh graders, we need to put in like a super super fast offense where we can run a play. Every like seven seconds, because junior high, you're not gonna see that.
2: Yeah, right. Do, do you
1: guys do any of that? Do you do
2: anything? Well, similar, sort of. I mean, we 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 do the no huddle, um, and so we try. So we will do that. Well, we'll just call plays super fast. Like when we if we get bust a big a big gain it's like okay and I, i'll I'll do something like this i'll just snap yeah. my and' like okay let's go let's go let's go and then they'll get on the line so i try to train them to always get fa- get onto the line fast for the no huddle but you know they don't always get yeah. the, get there fast but then when i if i'm on the side I'm like going let's go let's go let's go we're going fast you know and then i'll just call something real quick and that does you're right it it's very effective when you but you know if you run a play and then you lose yards then it's not so good so yeah. Well, but yeah i was I, I think even to a and i could be wrong in my philosophy, I'm thinking about changing it, honestly, but like, I always insisted that I did what the varsity did, essentially. Like, I insisted on doing a spread, I insisted on doing a no huddle, even though they're 7th graders, I insisted on doing what the varsity did because I was trying to prepare them for our system. Um, And it might have been to a fault, you know? I mean, we've had good seasons, I mean, I've had good seasons at the 7th grade level, but I've never beat Anthony Wayne, unfortunately. Um, I don't know if that's necessarily because of the system I run necessarily, but it could be, I don't know. But I feel like, I don't know, after like reflecting on it after three years of doing this and talking to other coaches and stuff. I was like, maybe I should be slightly more conservative and be more, you know, do like an, like have a package where we do the eye formation or, you know, something, you know, Uh where we're under center
1: more and do more of that stuff. I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I just, I would never like, I would never second guess myself as far as like how I'm doing it, how I'm doing something or how I'm coaching this like I I've, I've never thought as freshmen, and that may be a little different because we did we have to run what the high school is because we are high school. Yeah. But as far as um putting in extra things or putting in I you know you could do all that. You, yeah. You could put in an I package, but still your philosophy like still stays the same. Yeah. You know, just because you run I this series doesn't mean you do it. You know, Kriegel did that. Yeah. Right. right. Krieg would have two tight ends or you know a fullback or whatever. Right. Just depending on who you have. That's right. that's when you, I think you need to decide. What we, what are we doing differently this year? Yeah, have your that base makes sense. stuff, have your spread offense. But if you have, um, if you don't have a lot of good wide receivers, you're gonna have a lot of receivers because you're seventh grade. Yeah, yeah, play. tons of receivers. But, but if you don't have a lot of good ones, then maybe you have an extra tight end, or maybe you move those kids to tight end. You play with two tight ends, yeah, and, and right. two running backs or something. Yeah, you know? that makes sense. It just it just if you were to. Like just be like oh man something's happened like why can't I do why isn't this always happening or should I yeah. change or whatever just stay how you that's how you know to coach and coach yeah. that way right you
2: know and then just make little tweaks yeah I think the biggest tweak I need to make probably is go under center more yeah. because the shotgun snap has bit bit <laughs> has bit me bit my teams a couple of times you know oh uh, okay. because you know the centers you know you know they're they're trying to block and snap yeah. at the same time and yeah. that's not an easy thing to do um at that age level especially if it's your first year doing it and yeah. so you can, al- you
1: can always go more pistol too because it's a shorter snap <laughs> right exactly you know and, it, and the, the the length plays a big part into because if it does go right at least it's shorter right <laughs> yeah you know exactly I mean? yeah exactly so like let me ask you this <laughs> i'm asking you advice on your on your show
2: <laughs> sure um in a shotgun like a traditional shotgun how far back are
1: you uh, it depends, but usually heels are four and a half, is what I hear. Oh, okay, like, that's what Coach. Okay, that's says. what we do. Okay, so then, a pistol would be like three yards then, or yeah, something. Pistol like three, three and a half. Three and a half. Three yeah. Okay, okay. I was, I'm just wondering. Yeah, and and, yeah. And, and and I mean we do it mostly. And I remember Kriegel talking about it. You go and because I asked him why we go in pistol. He says, the, "Then the defense can't key on what side the running back's on. Yeah, absolutely. So they don't know which which side he's going. Yep, for sure. Because I'm sure there is tendencies that we had where if the running back's on this side, you know, yeah, we, we run away from him seventy five percent of the time. Exactly. Or whatever, you know? Yeah, exactly. So
2: yeah, it's. Yeah. It, it, I'm so impressed uh, with the talent in Perrysburg, too. Like coming from Bowling Green, like we'd have kit. I only taught, I only coached two teams there, but we had the first year there, we had maybe." I don't know, 25 kids on the team. And then the next year was like 20. So we couldn't even like mm-hmm. have a full team, you know what I mean? Like session because yeah. we didn't have 11 on 11. Um, and then I come to Paris, where there's like tons of kids. <laughs> but like what I was more impressed with other than the numbers was that the talent of the receivers, oh. like these seventh grade kids can catch a football <laughs> and can run routes
1: and they're good athletes and, now you just got to hope you have a quarterback to get it to them.
2: Yeah, that's really – that's I, honestly, that's yeah. like the biggest challenge is finding a quarterback that can do it because these guys – I it's it's I, I was mind-blown at how good – because when I don't know about you, but when I was in seventh grade, I assume you were the same way. Nobody on our team could really catch the ball that well. <laughs> you know what I mean? There was yeah. like maybe one kid that could catch a football. Everyone else was just like, uh, oh, you know, we were the wing tee, you know, or yeah. whatever. So it was all <laughs> running the ball and blocking and stuff. So when I see all these kids, like, man, I have five or six – Receivers that I'd be perfectly happy with being on the field and running yeah. routes and catching footballs and stuff. So,
1: yeah. And, well, and and those are the times where where you have different things. Like, let's go. Hey, this series are gonna go five wide, no running back. <laughs> yeah, you right. Know? And just yeah. we're gonna go empty, and, and yeah. let's figure this out. Let's do this, you know. And that's yeah. I always when I coached JV, I had a uh, I, I like to go fast, and I would always. I think I had three plays where it was just one word I yelled. Oh, okay. And they they ran that play out of this specific formation, ran this play because it was RPO. Oh, okay. So even I could say the word, they run the play, they they run the ball, and then I say the same word, and then they pass the ball. Yeah, exactly.
2: It's three plays in one. (laughs) Yeah, so
1: that was fun because I love being able to go fast. Yeah, me too. And I always tell Kriegel, and I told him my two years there, I go, can we put something in where we just we use our plays yeah but but we we um we have a real good play and we run a play in seven seconds yeah like, let's let's have something and hey, i don't know if he was a huge proponent of that i know when coach Werblow was there they talked about that was the nascar you know where okay. they went a little faster but even then it was like hey let's run a play every 15 seconds oh you i know? see it wasn't like super fast yeah i just like the the Thing. And I told him, I was like, don't do it. Maybe do it twice or three times a game. Yeah. You know, but catch, see if you can catch them off guard.
2: Yeah. I think that's, I love that. I mean, yeah. that, that your king, the defense is going to be, especially after a big game, like you said, like, yeah. defense is on their heels, like, oh, you know, they don't have enough time to even
1: think. And then it's like, boom, we're going. Or, or I told, I always tell him too, like, if they're in man, we hardly ever see man coverage. Right. But if they're in man coverage yeah. and we want to keep them in man coverage, then yeah. Hurry up to the line and let's, yeah. run, let's run our man beater. For sure. Know? Yeah. So, that's great. I love that. Yeah. But it's, you know, I'm not that coach, so we can. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I do all that stuff. Just in ideas. JV. Yeah, you know, I like to. I like to play around with that kind of stuff.
2: Yeah, I. It's funny when you are talking about like, um, you base your offense based on like the talent you have that year. I find every year, at seventh grade, I I, sh- I don't have a shortage of skilled players. I I always yeah. have at least one or two good running backs and um and like five or six really good receivers and maybe a good quarterback, maybe two good quarterbacks.
1: I struggle to find linemen though. Yeah. And that stinks. Is that because like they're all the same size too? (laughs) Yeah, right. Like the receivers. And none of them want to play linemen. Nobody does. (laughs) No. No, I played line from eight to eighteen. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and I was I was so excited my senior year when I played running back and tight end and I scored a touchdown. Like That's I, awesome! I was, I was so excited. Yeah, you know? and my longest I remember my longest run was like seventeen yards. Yeah, it's so cool. And uh, my helmet came off, and I remember in film they were making fun of me like you took it off on purpose because you were tired. <laughs> So 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 I I get it. And I didn't appreciate being an offensive lineman until I got into high school. Yeah. Like I did not want to do it. I spent years, people having a big red sticker on my helmet that I couldn't run the ball. Right. I couldn't even touch it. If there was a fumble, I just had to fall on it. Yeah. Those rules. Yeah. Yeah. So, so finally, you know, I get to high school and I just, I appreciate it a lot more. And I think it just takes better coaching too. Yeah, for sure. To to understand that.
2: What what did you, what position did you play uh, as an offensive lineman? A Tackle, you're a tackle, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, that I um I just it's it's a struggle, man, to find kids that want to play, it. you know, yeah. even though they're big guys, like they'll say they'll put they'll, I have like the beginning of the, every season, I have like 90 tight ends. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, dude, we, and I have like a day where I like evaluate them while I'll throw balls at every single kid and they'll do a 40 yard dash, you know, that type of thing, like yeah. a combine kind yeah, of, yeah, okay. And it's like, listen, dude, you said you're tight end, but you caught two <laughs> out of five balls, you're not playing tight end for yeah. us. I'm sorry, like
1: but the only reason I got I I played tight end is because we we were just doing like after a workout we were in the gym and we were just playing catch and seven on seven and stuff and I was catching everything and nice. Coach, Coach Frank was like do you do you want to play tight end <laughs> I'm like yes I've been mean, do- of course yeah yes, for- yes, this is my in. dream yes it was fun and yeah. until I caught a pop pass and took one into the gut like a helmet and it knocked a win out of me <laughs> oh yeah dude I was like what like, I, was, I didn't know I, I was like I can't breathe and I'm like running <laughs> off the field yeah. like it's punt team you're on it I go not I'm not now I'm not. <laughs>
0: I yeah i can't breathe man. yeah dude oh well if
1: you want um i can once you once the season starts and everything for you or when you know you're i can come out and talk to the offensive lineman too and let them know like like yeah, i get awesome. it man i was in your place too nobody likes it and just let them know how how it changes when you get older and and oh, i was like what is that oh that's mine sorry <laughs> no, that's all right and i just let them know like like if you have the mentality now of here's here's what i wish i would not known yeah you know, and and Take this information because it's it's fun once you understand what you're doing. Yeah, you know, yeah, for sure.
2: I try to tell them like, and it, it, this this spiel usually works at least for most of them. It's like, listen, there there's 11 guys on the field, five of them are linemen, right? There's only one quarterback. There's only like one in our offense. Was like only one running back at most two, you know, and there's three maybe four receivers. Okay, and we rarely have two tight ends. We usually only have one tight end. So if you want to play. Yeah. If you want to start, if you yeah. want to get on the field, we need linemen. And if you're a guy that's tough and can block, that might be the place for you. And yeah. I, I, that usually helps a little bit. Get some of those guys that want to play tight end or whatever to play off. And some of them are just like guys we find that are, they're, they're actually pretty good athletes um, that could have played like receiver, but necessarily wouldn't necessarily have started, uh-huh. but, but they're tough. And yeah. it's like, hey, dude. For the team and for and if you want to start, it'd probably be better if you played offensive line for us. Yeah. Um. And they're like, yeah, that's cool. It's like I'd rather start than not start. It's like, well, then there you go. Yeah, a lot of kids are like that. Yeah. You know, and that goes
1: at all levels. Yeah, I mean, for you're sure. Like, hey, we're thinking about changing your position. Uh, you're not. You're you're like third over here, maybe fourth. But if you come to play this position, I don't know if you'll start, but you're number two. Yeah. Right. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that that helps for sure. Yeah. Um.
2: Everybody likes I, playing time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, exactly. No one says, especially at seventh grade. It's a, it's 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 a
1: it's a premium it's a, there. Yeah, exactly. It's a it's a
2: rare commodity. Yeah, this is basically a running clock. <laughs> yeah, and there's 50 kids on the team. So yeah, yeah it's uh, I. But you know, even with all that, I I do want to move up. Honestly, I want to move up to high school, and coach freshman and coach varsity. Even, yeah. but like. I love coaching football so much that I don't even I'll, – I'll, I'll, if I never did move up, I still would coach it. I <laughs> coach seventh-grade football the rest of my life because I just love coaching football so much. Would you move up, like, to freshman to be an assistant? Yeah. Like, if they wanted you to move up? For sure. Yeah. In a minute. Yeah. yeah I, I just I, – and again, not because I don't like coaching seventh-grade football, but it would be cool to coach kids that, like, know football better. Yeah. That know how to put on their pants. You know, yeah. and, and, you know, and not have so many of them like there's 50 kids and like 20 of them don't end up playing football two years from then. That's
1: the hardest thing, too. I, I, I would love and I, I talked to Big Gold last year at, at their tournament or whatever. they Yeah. Had, and I talked to them and there was it was all sixth graders. There was probably like 30 of them. Yeah. And, I, and I was telling them like, guys, can you imagine how good we could be if you 30 would stay together. Yeah. And the class behind you had thirty seniors. Yeah, dude. And every year we had thirty seniors. It'd be unstoppable. I go. We would be so good yeah. all the time. Yeah. You know, but it. But some year we'll have twenty five seniors, and the next year we'll have twelve. Right. You know, we just can't. I, can't I know. It. I know. It, that it is, and that's always been my you know, and that's been my philosophy from the very beginning.
2: Is junior high football is not about winning. Obviously, winning is fun, but it's not about winning. It's about development. And it's about keeping the kids there and enjoying it, right? Yeah. And so I try my best. So that was why I was very insistent on running what Kriegel ran. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, maybe to a fault, possibly, but uh, but also like I tried my very very best to play everyone when I could, you know. And you, at the same time, you have to earn playing time if you are not working hard in practice. Yeah. You know, you got to earn it. But yeah. if you're if you're working hard and doing what you're supposed to do, even if you're not the most talented kid. Um, at the time you know I'm gonna get you in you know mm-hmm. and so like I said like you said like it's a premium there but you it's all about the numbers right exactly what you just said like if I have my measure of success in my opinion is even though I really really want to win and I really want to be undefeated and I really want to be the league championship my real measure of success um, if I think about it is if I have 40 kids that's not impossible 50 kids on my seventh grade team yeah if there's 50 kids on the eighth grade team the next year, I think I did my job. Yeah, because they liked it enough yeah. to, come,
1: to come back. Right, yeah. that
2: hasn't happened yet, but I've had you know I went from you know 48 to 41 or something like that yeah. maybe last year. And I was like, okay, that's awesome, that's great. Yeah. You know, as a matter of fact, this year for the first time probably ever in history, there was more eighth graders than seventh graders. Oh, really? Yeah, I know COVID had part of had a had yeah. a hand in that, but that was. You know, we only had thirty kids on our team this year. It was actually kind of nice, though. <laughs> there were a lot less kids to manage, yeah, so it was yeah. it was really kind of nice in that sense. But yeah, they had thirty-seven, we had thirty, and so it was wow. like it was the first time that ever happened. And so the actually the the we have an odd number of junior high coaches, so the the fourth coach went was stayed at eighth grade, and oh, We, really? we, we had three coaches instead, but usually uh, it's the other way around. Yeah, so yeah. yeah,
1: but all right, man. Well, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. This uh, was fun. Yeah. Um, like I said, reach out to me once the season starts. I yeah, I I love talking to the kids. You know, I, any anyone that wants to talk about football. Uh, yeah, recruiting kids, talking to them, coming out. So yeah, for
2: sure, I'll hit you up for sure for that because yeah. it's like I said,
1: it's sometimes a struggle. So <laughs> yeah, well, I know everyone uh, when I would go into the school and talk to the kids. You know, I it it changed from when I would say, "Hey, I'm the head freshman football coach," to "Hey, I'm a varsity football coach." Yeah, like just the the. It changed a little bit with with um, those kids. Like, oh, this kid, this yeah, guy is talking right. to me. You know, they feel important. Absolutely, one hundred percent.
2: Yeah, that's great. No, I think that's we got. We should use that <laughs> yeah. to our advantage for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, Ben. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks again to my guest, Ben Marshall, football coach, teacher, science teacher at the Perrysburg Junior High for being on the podcast today. It was a pretty heavy football podcast, but what do you expect when you have two football coaches when they get together and talk? It's probably going to be football. Thanks to Real JP Multimedia, Cuttlefish Graphics, Perrysburg Junior High STEM Lab, Big Daddy Graphics for helping out with the podcast. Also, thanks for Lillian for being on the podcast. As you will hear coming up, it was a wonderful interview. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, Lillian is here today. Lillian, how are you doing? Yeah, you've it's it's been forever since you've been on. Your fans have been wondering where you're at. The Princess Pot is back. Where you, where you been? Did You go on vacation. Well, they can't hear you. No. No. How how how's everything been going? Good. Yeah. What do you have to tell the fans? Anything?
0: I got on pink today.
1: You got on pink. Well, that's good. Scoot up a little bit. There you go. Also, what what did you do today? I. What'd you do today?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What? Look, if you don't want to be on, we don't have to be on.
0: I went to school and it was Harlow and Preston's birthday.
1: Yeah, but what'd you do after school? That was fun. Be right I here.
0: I did a water fight.
1: A water fight? Was it fun? A
0: water gun fight. I got soaked wet and we put water on the trampoline to make it more bouncier and then to explode.
1: Oh, water makes trampolines bouncier? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Scoot up a little bit. Interesting. What were you guys doing just now when I was talking to my friend Ben? Um, Just hanging out?
0: I was cuddling with Mama and having the iPad.
1: Oh. What's your favorite thing to watch on the iPad, you think? If you had to pick one thing, what would you be?
0: Hmm. Let me think.
1: Is that a tough decision?
0: Yes. I like all of them. You
1: like all of them? All of what?
0: Shows I watch
1: on there. <laughs> Where's your favorite place to watch the iPad?
0: In my box.
1: In the box. <laughs> How come you like the cardboard box so much?
0: Well, it's just fun. Yeah? To be in there. Is, is it? I have my own little light.
1: You do, a little lantern. So huh? I
0: can just concentrate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fun, huh? You eat snacks in there and everything. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I like in So you don't know how much I eat
1: I know but that's why I have to give them to you in a bowl Sometimes And then sometimes you get mad (coughs) All right, well we got to go to bed big girl Or you have to go to bed Do you want to say goodbye to your fans Bye You want to say this has been the princess pod (coughs) (laughs) Thanks Lil